0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Monday Morning Recap. I'm here. Uh, my name is Pastor Matt, and I'm with... Pastor Todd. And we are recording this on Monday afternoon. So welcome to the Monday afternoon recap. <laughs>
1: That's all right. It's
0: all Monday. <laughs> yeah. <it's>,
1: uh, <laughs> at least this week. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been a good weekend. Uh, I saw Dune over the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you? Was it good? Uh, It was. It was good. It's... it's uh, I don't know how much I want to say, like I thought it was maybe like a one and done movie and it's, it's not,
1: just, it's just part of the movie. Yeah. It, Did you see the original 80, was it no. 80s version? Yeah, I think it was 80s. I never okay. watched it. Okay. I've seen that one.
0: Actually, I think somebody gave me the book. I think I have it up there. Yeah. Um, it can be
1: very dry or yeah. slow or whatever. Um, and, and the other books, cause there's like, I don't know how many books in the series. Um, I think they get weirder and weirder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So.
0: so I don't know. the The movie was, I would say, actually, was a little slow and stuff. But it, I think, what they do is it's like visually amazing, and the music is like gripping. So it's really cool. It's like an experience, and then it's over. I was like, oh, you know, I kind of thought more did, was going to happen. So. Did
1: you get to see a bunch of the sandworms?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. You did see okay, some sandworms. Cool. They were pretty. Yeah. They were pretty You're intense okay yeah yeah. but it
1: gets into weird stuff like with the did they show like the pilots and all that
0: uh i don't know i guess in
1: the 80s version and i don't know where if it's at the beginning or at the end but they show like the pilots and what's happened to them after being on spike for so long and they're genetically altered and stuff it's like Uh, there's some uh, weird stuff yes
0: and no yeah there there were some weird things but some of it wasn't explained which you know, so I don't know. It just was interesting. It was interesting how it's like a combination of everything because it's like a lot of Star Wars, obviously heavy Star Wars, but there was like fantasy. The politics made you think of like a lot of politics. Yeah, right? a yeah. lot of politics. And what was the other one? Oh, like how like he's got these powers, like these like wizard powers. So it it was just like oh, but there's like bagpipes. So <laughs> it's everything put together. So it's <laughs> the voice, cool.
1: yeah, because he uses the voice. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's it's. It's a, and then actually, I think the whole book series isn't just about Paul Atreides, but then it's about his his kids, I think, later on. Okay. like It's supposed to be about the Atreides family, I think, okay. not yeah. specifically just him.
0: Yeah, so it was pretty cool. I, I went Joe and I went. Um, we had a Young Adults Girls Night, actually, at my place because I was not going to be here. I was going to be in Israel. So um, the girls are going to come over, but that got pushed to January. So I went to the movies with Joe while they had a fun time at the house Rebecca had some girls over so uh, that so that was good she said it was a lot of fun right, so, cool 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 yeah uh,
1: on my end it was a busy weekend first of all band season is over marching band season and I know that I shouldn't sound happy but I am because it was such a long long uh, busy that's what I mean busy season yeah so um, uh, but yeah so that was over and uh Jackson lion liberty band Mm -hmm. are state champions
0: hey okay
1: so good way to end the season yeah very nice very nice a lot of hard work a lot of hard work a lot of long practice hours yeah i mean they've been practicing since july yeah so yeah finally we're at the end of that so they have one more major thing which is the parade coming up but the actual competition stuff is
0: Yeah, and that's nice for all the practices and everything to be say It's to say, hey, we're state champs. like It makes it feel worth it versus like, oh, you guys got fifth. You're like, okay,
1: (laughs) it's been a long season. So that's pretty cool. And Trunk or Treat was, wait, what's today? Monday, Saturday? Yes. (laughs) Trunk or Treat. So I didn't get a good count, but uh, one of our board members was there helping his wife. And she had, um, or he had counted about halfway through the night. Roughly 50 or so people, 50 to 75 people there. Okay. But that was some families had come through and left already, and then there were other families who came after that. So, I would say between families, kids, parents, all that, probably over 100 people came through. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a lot of candy gave away, a lot of candy. Okay. Still have some left in my office. I'm still trying to give away because I don't want it in there. I do but i don't
0: <laughs> did you get any trick-or-treaters at your house
1: no this year we had um we had three people stop by three knocks on the door yeah i think all together is maybe like nine ten kids you know because there was like a group of four or five and then you know a group of two or three or whatever but
0: not very much at all. Yeah, I guess people, <clears throat> now if you're going to do that, you're going to travel to a neighborhood that you know is going to give candy because we didn't get any. When we came back from, we got like lunch for, uh, after church on Sunday. <clears throat> so we came back. I saw a couple like parents with like little kids walking around. So we're like, yeah. oh, okay, they're going to knock on our door. But they didn't. And, and I'm like, maybe because it wasn't festive outside, like I'm going to have a pumpkin or something. Because I thought I got at least one knock last year. I thought we got two, which I thought was like nothing right But this year right. we got actually nothing
1: we got more last year when we had just moved in yeah you know what i mean and uh and we had a couple things out but we, we made sure the porch light was on so people knew we were home you yeah because I mean? that's usually a sign of right you know um, but i don't know i don't know i was a little disappointed because um, we just enjoyed being able to give out and, you know be in the neighborhood or whatever but um and then usually we get some older kids later Okay, um, or last—I shouldn't say usually. It's only our second year there, but last year we got older kids a little bit later. We didn't even get that this year. Yeah. So
0: yeah, that's—I mean—so they. It must be like you went to a neighborhood, you know. You know your friend lives in this neighborhood, and they always have good candy or something. But I did want to say too, like a big shout out to everybody who helped with trunk or treat um, because, bless you, Mister. Thank you. I forget uh, who it was that I was talking to on Sunday, but they were like, yeah, I was like, it was like a lot of work running a game. And I'm like, yeah, because it's <laughs> two hours. You're like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, I'm here to help out. This is great. But like after your first like half hour of running a game, if you're active and there's a line and there's a lot of kids, you're kind of like, okay, like this is a lot of energy, you know?
1: Yeah. So. And there, uh, it, 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 takes a lot to do it. You got, you got to having to put together a game, you know, being creative, put together game standing there, manning it, giving out the candy, chasing, if you have a game of balls or whatever, chasing those balls and putting yeah. them back over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it does take a lot to run the games. And so I, I am appreciative. We probably had, I don't, I don't even know how many people, probably maybe around 10, 15 people okay. who helped or ran a game, um, a couple teens who helped. You yeah. know, so it, it really is, it takes a lot of work, a lot of effort, but it's worth it because when the kids are running around, especially the little guys you know yeah. when they're so excited about playing the games and you give them some chintzy toy from uh oriental trading you know because yeah. we had candy and some toys you know and they're like wow this is the greatest and you're like really it's probably like five cents for that <laughs> thing, you know but yeah um it's more exciting for me to see the little guys and the older kids you know whatever they make sure they get their candy Know what I mean, but mm-hmm. the little guys are just amazed at everything, yeah. Know? So, yeah, so yeah, that was, was fun. It fun, man.
0: That's great. I'm glad it was a fun weekend. And so, let's talk a little bit about the message. I think this series has been really cool the stand series going through the book of Daniel, <clears throat> you know. And for many of us, probably if you're listening to the podcast right now, you probably are familiar with the stories in the book of Daniel. But it's, it's really cool. I feel like it's really refreshing to revisit them on Sundays like this. Kind of how it's also themed, too, like um, that we've been in the book for like a month now, uh, which is pretty cool. And actually, just, I don't know, side note, I guess this doesn't really matter. But on Monday nights, we're doing a study with young adults and we're finishing it this week. But we still want to meet for another couple weeks. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm actually, I think I'm going to hit a couple chapters in Daniel that we didn't talk about on Sundays. And so it's cool, I think, just as a church to be in a book of the Bible, reading about a character like that, you know, in his story.
1: Yeah, I think when you like seeing the whole story from beginning to end and kind of going working through a book gives you different perspective than when you just kind of read a little bit from here, a little bit from there. Um, And Daniel, I, I, I like Daniel's the story of Daniel, and especially Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Um. So I I just love their attitude. (laughs) Yeah. Which I (laughs) think is this week.
0: I think this Sunday. Okay. He's gonna preach on that. So I won't say anything about it. But yeah. But I
1: just love I just love their story and I love how they stood together, they encouraged each other, you Mm -hmm. know, from the beginning. And then even how Daniel in the midst of like a lot of like persecution or pressure didn't back down but he wasn't arrogant about it you know i mean some people are like you can't tell me what to do i'm gonna his attitude really isn't about that it's really not like that he just this is this is what i do so this is what i'm gonna continue to do yeah yeah
0: yeah and it's like even i mean that picture right of they all uh everybody bows down and they just don't bow down they stand up yeah and when we think and and i i know that I, i think most of us most people have condemned like the capital riots. I think that that was obviously everybody knows that that was extreme, but I think it's a good example for us now. Oh, standing up. Is that what that means? We're going to go, we're going to take guns. We're going to stand up. Like, no, um, they were actively standing up, but you see like the difference there. Everybody around them was bowing down to the statue while they continued to just stand. And they said, well, we're not going to do that. And the, the difference there, um, you know, I'm sure you could probably unpack that more. But I think Yeah, and even their attitude shows their attitude. Yeah. yeah.
1: And when it happened, it wasn't like they copped an attitude. They were still respectful to the king. Yeah. You know, they weren't like, Oh, King, you're so stupid <laughs> You know what right. they mean? Or anything like that. So I think that's part of they stood their ground, they stood firm, they, they encouraged each other to stand. And their attitudes, even if you don't understand and even if you put pressure, we're still not gonna bow. So Yeah, yeah. But that's next yeah week.
0: i know we'll probably talk about it next week so yeah. uh oh but here's a question daniel huff yes is this where he got his name from or other reasons
1: uh no we didn't necessarily name him after uh, we didn't choose the name because it was a biblical name okay uh, <laughs> one of the reasons why we chose his name is because there's a lot of names that as a teacher Steph didn't like (laughs) (laughs) okay she's got history with names no this reminds me of that kid oh this reminds me (laughs) of that kid we can't do that name you know what i mean and then uh so so it wasn't necessarily biblical name and elizabeth wasn't necessarily biblical but Mm -hmm. you know they are biblical but that's not why we chose them. okay Uh, and then daniel's middle name is jackson uh because of the fact that steph's maiden name is Jackson, and he's the only boy child.
0: Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's just, cool. She
1: just wanted to kind of keep that family name in there. Okay. And then it just so happened to be... <sighs> such a nerd. It's, it just so happened to be Daniel Jackson is for you sci-fi lovers out there. <laughs> uh, Stargate, if you've ever seen the movie Stargate, or okay. the show Stargate, SG-1. Uh, Daniel Jackson is the guy who figures out how to acti- activate the gate. Okay, that's pretty so, cool. So, yeah. He's so, got a name with some power to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> And he was kind of the nerdy guy on the... Okay, so. okay. <laughs> so, it just so happens. So, when Steph said that, I'm like, okay, we'll take it.
0: <laughs> You're like, uh, sure, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. So, anyway, but yeah, more about Daniel and the sermon. Yeah, sorry. Um, something I thought interesting that Pastor Jeff said that I figured we could talk about was... In Daniel chapter 10, you you know, he unpacks that He's got this vision, and um, I thought thought the sermon was great and how the angel spoke to him and all this stuff. But in the beginning, in verse 7, it says that only he saw the vision, and Pastor Jeff had just made the comment, because there were other people around him and stuff like that. But Pastor Jeff made the comment that sometimes God will give something to us that's just for us, you know, And, and that's really comforting but then also too, he kind of had just made the comment that like, that's the thing. Sometimes we act like God spoke to us, like God, like God did speak to us, but then we act like this is for everyone when maybe it isn't. So I, I guess, I guess there's a couple questions in there. Like, you know, what do you make of that? But also like, maybe how do you know when, you know, this is something just for me or because other times, like, I, th- I think you could probably think about times when somebody said, Hey, you know. God told me this and it was encouraging for you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that too. So I don't know. I just thought that was a pretty interesting comment that he made. I think there was some truth to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I
1: think the challenge is why you share it with others too. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes it can come across that I'm sharing this, you know, this dream, this vision God gave me because it, you're being a little boastful, mm-hmm. you know. And then other times it's like really, hey, you know, God kind of spoke to me. I think this might apply to you. You know, I, I think it's your motivation behind it, your attitude behind it. You know, I've I've had people say to me, well, you know, God gave me this. <laughs> so... Oh boy! <laughs> I'm trying to be careful what I'm saying. <laughs> so someone had spoken to me um, about, you know, I just knew knew something was up here that, and it it, it just kind of came off as kind of like, well, if you really felt like God spoke that thing to you, why didn't you tell us before? And now that you're telling us after we, like, we had made an announcement about Stu's cancer, and someone had said, well. I knew I God spoke to me. I knew something was up weeks ago. And it's kind of like, okay. w- well, if you really believe that God spoke to you about something like that and you didn't say anything and now you're saying something like it just kind com- of comes off mm-hmm. mm, disingenuous, boastful, something. I don't know. Not helpful. Yeah. You know, so I think that's part of it. You have to you have to be when you share, if you really feel like God's given you something to share with others, humility is really important in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that makes a big difference to how it comes across Yeah. as opposed to just being like, well, God gave me a vision. Cause I've also heard people say, you know, well, you know, God has spoken to me about these things, and other people he's just not speaking to about these things. Like, it, right. like it just comes off.
0: So you're just you just pulling a card at yeah. that point. Yes. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm better than you, yeah. or I'm better than those people who are God not God told me.
1: Because, and sometimes people say stuff like that because, what are you going to say? No, God didn't tell you that? Yeah. And also, yeah, like, I mean, that God card. I have to
0: say, I like, because, like, sometimes... <sighs> like that happens a lot maybe I'm a little overly cynical but so like that doesn't mean anything to me when somebody says God told me like yeah that though that word doesn't matter until I hear like the next part or I see your attitude right and I said that actually in the sermon last week about like praying I'm like and and I want to have the right perspective here I think we can talk about that we pray or it's encouraging to tell actually this past Sunday so many people told me that they were praying for Rebecca's cousin and Rebecca and I went out to lunch and we were just saying like we are so thankful for a church family that does that and tells us that. So now I, now I feel bad. Now i got to walk back <laughs> what I was going to no, say. but I know what you're saying. But I, I know was what saying, say, like, That was
1: so great to hear that. But I was going
0: to say, when people tell you how much they pray, I, right, there's a I'm difference like, uh, okay, I don't care, and I don't <laughs> believe you anyway. <laughs> right, and, right, and there's a difference there. There's a difference between <laughs> yeah. saying,
1: listen, I'm praying for you. you yes, yeah, yeah. And being like listen, I pray all the time. (laughs) And so I pray for you. You know, like there's a different feel to that. You know, it feels like it's coming from a different place. Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes, and you know what, sometimes God speaks to us and he wants to encourage us. us, And it's okay to share that with a couple of trusted friends Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you start making announcements about that. Yeah. yeah. That has a different feel to it too. Like we should be able to share the things God's doing in our lives but sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes it's okay to share in a smaller circle. Yeah. And you don't have to tell everybody. Yeah. Because it just feels boastful sometimes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, yeah, I think a small group or a, or a smaller group of people, but in a small group setting, that's a great setting to share. And I think, like we were talking about attitude, having that vulnerable attitude as well of like, I think God said this to me, blah, blah. Because even in those settings, it can be like, Oh yep, and then God told me and, and it's it's kind of that like I've arrived mm-hmm. and there's no vulnerability. And on and on the flip side, and maybe you might
1: I don't know, people may think I don't have enough faith here, but if you announce those things like, Oh, God spoke to me about this, God spoke to me about this and you're kind of like telling everybody about that and then you made a mistake about that. Yeah. Now it's out there and now it's like hard to be like, Oh, wait, maybe it didn't happen maybe mm-hmm. I was wrong. No, because then it feels like you got almost like pressure to have to come up with a reason to why it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, so like it's also self-protecting. Yes. If you're careful about talking about those things too. You know what I mean? And that's not a lack of faith. That's just the reality of sometimes we as people get it wrong.
0: Yeah, it's not a lack of faith. And I like how um, I think it was the president of Valley Forge, he had put it one time, I think it was him, something along the lines of like, I'm not going to say God told me like, I'm not going to treat those words that lightly Mm -hmm. that the creator of the universe. Oh God told me, Oh God told me, Oh God told me like he was like, I'm going to say, I think God has impressed upon me or I feel strongly that this is important right now. I think maybe God is the one communicating that, but he's like, I want to treat that with a heavy amount of respect. Yeah. 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 Those words. So I I liked that perspective. Yeah. You know, I, I said too like, and same thing, I don't know how you feel about this, but like for me and Rebecca and our marriage, like I don't think we we don't always talk that way to each other about like, you know, right. things like that. But I think lately we have been like, hey, I just kind of feel like, you know, God, you know, said this to me or like I was praying and I felt this way and I think it was from God. And it's actually been really <laughs> encouraging for the both of us. Like I'm laughing because you may just be like, aren't you the pastor or something? But like it's been really cool like to hear her say, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'm like, wow, I mean, that sounds like God. And then, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's really encouraging. Like, again, I don't always want to share sometimes, but like, I'll I'll say, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like God said this to me. She'll be like, Matt, that was absolutely God. You need to like write that down. <laughs> and it's, so it's great though for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I should, this is, you know. So that's really encouraging sometimes.
1: Yeah. And and um, and, you know, what? sometimes we want to say, well, I think, God, you know, God told me or God showed me this because we want to add emphasis to it. And like you can't question those things. But the truth is, God speaks to us all the time through Scripture. Yes. You know what I mean? And those are we, we don't get so excited when we're like, the Bible says this and it really spoke to my heart. sometimes we don't yeah. get as excited about those things as what we do. When we say, well, God spoke to me about this thing, but, but scripture really is the very words of God. Absolutely. So, so we should be having those moments where we feel like God is speaking to us through scripture. Yeah. Frequently. You know what I mean? And, um, and yet we don't brag about those, right? <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's
0: But that's it. That's the number one way that God speaks to us. Yeah. So if you want God to talk to you more, you want to hear more of God. If you want to hear God's audible voice, read the Bible out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. So, you know. So, yeah, I thought that was a cool comment. And, um, you know, one of the things you talk about, really, a very Daniel has so many interesting stories in the book and in this one where the man comes to help and he t- had talked about Pastor Jeff if that was a theophany or not, like a an old testament um pre incarnate Christ of, revealing of, himself. Right, Christ revealing himself, yeah, before he came in the flesh mm-hmm. in the New Testament. That's what that means. So uh Yeah, some people feel strongly that it is because it really matches the description and revelation of Jesus. But, you know, he has a good point too. It like he said I think it was Michael came to help him, the mm-hmm. angel Michael. So it's, you're like, oh, but if he's God, if he's Jesus, like, you know. Right, so right. So kind of, it it makes sense, you know, both ways. Kind of, yeah, it, it kind of gets weird if you think about
1: Jesus needing help. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah.
0: So either way, but it's interesting and and like uh, how he was delayed by the Prince of Persia and, and it, there's just a lot of, I feel like, question marks there. But one thing. Oh, okay yeah yeah I was just gonna say but that
1: doesn't discount the fact that there are places in the Old testament where it seems like Jesus reveals himself pre-incarnation oh yeah yeah you know and so, the fiery
0: furnace is kind of like a a I feel like the number one example actually right, that, right. that comes to mind for me
1: yeah and there's you know there's there's a couple of spots that um so it's not that we're saying that it couldn't happen that jesus didn't reveal himself in the old testament he did it's just this particular
0: example is kind of like it's a little confusing yeah yeah this one's not clear uh it can kind of go either way and um I, i just you know it's interesting to study that stuff and uh as well like you know ever since i heard the story like of him being delayed the 21 days and just like what a lesson that is like for prayer and like Pastor Jeff said, you know, what if Daniel had stopped praying on the seventh day? Like, I was, I've was i been praying for a week. I've been praying for two weeks. I don't see any difference. I'm just going to stop. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a question. It's just like a concept to, like, wrap your head around. Like,
1: But do you okay. ever feel like sometimes when you're praying about something over and over and over again, sometimes you're like, well, I've prayed about this a lot. Now I just got to trust God for an answer. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that. And sometimes I feel like I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time. Let me pray for something else. Yeah. that Well, I feel that you way know, like too It's like sometimes. a little bit of all those things, you know, yeah. going on that sometimes, are, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe God's answer is no. Yeah. So maybe I need to accept that, you know. Although
0: I guess in this case, right, it's he was praying for the answer to the vision. So he God gave him this vision that terrified him. And now he's praying like, I need an answer, God. So I guess it's not just like, God, I want... Something. It was a very tangible... Yes, and it started from God. I yeah, had a yeah, vision yeah. from God, and I needed an interpretation. So he knew to keep pressing in. and I mean, he could have given up, but he didn't, and maybe that's part of it, too. Like you said, like like you just said, yeah, sometimes you go, okay, I've, I've prayed, I have committed this to God, mm-hmm. and now I can say, I'm just going to trust God with this. Right, like I got to... Instead of becoming I got to let it go to be, yeah.
1: you know, instead of... Right, instead of always being like, because sometimes I, I feel like praying about it over and over and over and over again
0: is just because I feel
1: insecure <laughs>
0: about it or something. Yeah, you know right, right. I mean? No, I think of that, too, sometimes. Yeah. Like, I want to I wanna commit it to God. You have to commit it to God. But other times it's like, yeah, where am, where am I? This isn't the everything, you know? Like, I, I don't keep bringing this up. Right. Like, I don't know. It's like a weird line sometimes. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's tricky. And I think maybe well, we got to hear from God about those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: but in the, in this case maybe that helps yeah because it's yeah. not just a request uh which I don't know I don't want to belittle I don't want to have an example that feels like belittling but I mean like I don't know if you if you need a new car you need that that's a necessity for many of us you know mm-hmm. if something happens to your car pray about it pray about it pray about it you still don't have a car after a month you keep praying about it um or or maybe yeah you you trust God with it you're waiting for a relationship breakthrough and and maybe you do need to trust God so you don't you don't hound on it and develop bitterness in your heart. If you're praying about a person, mm-hmm. you don't want to have that kind of bitterness. But also, like in this case where it was God who gave him the vision, there is a confidence you can have and keep coming to God and the persistence. And Jesus talks about that in the New Testament, about being persistent. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Continuing to seek yeah, yeah. him. You know? I
1: mean, he even talks about, you know, going to the judge and wearing the judge down until finally the judge gets tired and it's like, all right, I'll answer your prayer yeah. <laughs> or answer your request. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how we should pursue him. Not that we're trying to wear him down, but the idea of being relentless in prayer.
0: Yeah, and he said that that's the wicked judge who didn't care about it. So how much more God who
1: is not that way? Yeah, so I I don't know. It's Sometimes it's so hard, man. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. I know. You know, you want to do the right thing, and but you're like, wait, is this the right thing? Is this not the right thing, you know?
0: So this um may... I don't know if I want to say help, but I wanted to bring this up and it, it could maybe help the, like our attitude when we come to pray. Uh, and I remember we did it, I think it was Basic by Francis Chan. It was like a series. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it was in Basic, but it was a Francis Chan video we had watched. And we looked at the passage in Revelation 1 of Jesus when he reveals himself to John and he says, Write this down. And that's that parallel to Daniel chapter ten. The figure, it's very similar description. Okay, but and I did this on Sunday. You know, if you're listening, I would challenge you to do this. Read that description of Christ in Revelation one, a- and that is Christ. That's not a question. It's mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, read that description. Read it slowly. It's a couple verses, like three verses. Read it. Think about it. Basically, like meditate on it. It talks about he's got this gold sh- sash. His eyes are like fire. His hair is flaming white. Mm -hmm. He's holding seven stars in his hand. A mouth, uh, a sword comes out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. His hands and feet are glowing bronze. Like, it's a pretty fantastic picture. And Francis Chan, he challenged you, like, so read that description and then pray. Like, pray after that. And, And he had talked about, like, the holiness of God and a humility that we should have. A lot of times we, Mm -hmm. we come to God so casually, or I'm just whining about something. And it's like, when you see like John fell to the ground and Daniel, same thing. He's like, my strength left me. He's like, how often, and for us as Pentecostals too, we, we can be real excited about God's presence and, Oh, I feel filled. I feel joy. So, um, i'm not saying you got to be uh D- daniel said he went deathly pale cuz of that vision like you know i don't think god wants you to be like that all the time but just that sense of awe and reverence and holiness and take it a step back you know there is a healthy fear of god yeah you know i do think
1: when you consider like a lot of times what our churches look like well uh, Okay, so what churches you looked like growing up? I think there's been a little bit of a change, but like we really try to generally make churches feel very comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know there's some changes in that because now you get like more of like the industrial look in some churches, and you know things oh, like yes, that. But yeah. but generally speaking, you know you're coming in on carpeting. You know you got padded chairs or pews or whatever if you still have pews, and it's very comfortable and a lot of times we talk about the closeness of god and the closeness of relationship but there is an aspect of god who like you're talking about is holy if you think about that description of jesus in revelation if we actually saw a person who looked like that it'd be really scary i (laughs) mean we'd be on the ground yeah (laughs) you just yeah yeah and while jesus and while jesus comes close and god is that father Um, there's also the balance of how God is also holy. He's also the judge. Yeah. You know, he's also, um, terrifying, (laughs) you know, in the fact that he is everything that we are not, you know, if you think about, um, as the Israelites got close to the mountain, um, and there was thunder and lightning and it terrified them. Yeah. You know, that's the same God we serve today. So it's like this mix of mix of who God is that we gotta keep in balance. He does come close, but yet he is also there's something about him that's so other utterly different from us as people, yeah, that there should be a sense of healthy terror. Not yes. terror like, I can't approach God, but also, Tara, where like I need to really be respectful about this. Do yeah, you,
0: do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I may have shared this before, but like, um, I started going to the chiropractor because he doesn't charge pastors, uh, which is pretty cool. So, like, I don't mm. necessarily have back problems, but like, I, I said, my shoulder was bothering me. Now I'm giving the whole context my shoulder is bothering me. They're like, He uh, go to him, he's he doesn't charge pastors, he's a Christian, he's a great guy. Sorry, that was, that didn't matter. The point was when I I just want to say that before <laughs> when I started going, I was very intimidated by him though, and I still feel that way. I think doctors can feel that way because mm-hmm. they look, they got a schedule, they're extremely knowledgeable, they know so much more than you, and um. So anytime I'm in his presence, like uh, he's like the friendliest guy, uh, and I could talk about like you know he's a really godly man. But you still feel a little bit like you got to get your act together like when he's in the room. Like, at least that's how I feel. And I thought like, mm-hmm. you know, th- like I need to think of, <laughs> not that he, you know, that th- but it's good for me to think about in my walk with God. Like, am I a little too loosey-goosey like that? You know, it's God. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. You know. Like sometimes we're so lax in the way we approach him. Yeah. And again, he does, he does draw us to himself. It's, yes. His kindness that, you know leads to repentance yes but there is also the aspect of he is eternal he is perfect he is holy he is all-powerful and he doesn't mess around with sin you know what i mean so there is all those aspects of him that paints more of a complete picture of he is not just a giant teddy bear you know yeah so that's that's just my point not that that keeps us away from him but as we approach him it helps us to really consider our actions as we approach. It, yeah, you know?
0: yeah, and we—that's how we humble ourselves before yeah. Him,
1: and yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times it—it it just like it rolls around my head when it talks about how God hel- hid Moses in the cleft of a rock. Yes, because no man can see the face of God and live.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah.
1: sometimes we're we're we don't think of God in that same way, but that is the same God we serve
0: today. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's just important for us on this end because, you know, to reverse the conversation, you know, I was telling Rebecca this, like um, when I think of other religions and people I know and, and like we have some Jewish friends, you know, they're, and even for them, they believe God loves them. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. all those things. But I'm like the idea of a personal relationship, mm-hmm. they do not have that. And even just as I've talked with some people and how they, how they approach God, so the the what we could take from them is there is a holiness there is a respect that they have for god that sometimes we can neglect but on the flip side it's like man but they they really feel like god is up there in the sky and you try to appease him and hopefully he'll do what you want him to do it's like a form of manipulation if you're being very extreme you know if you're being very critical um I, i don't think that's how they feel about it but like so for us like how privileged I really am that I have this relationship with God that I have his presence that I can come right to him but what for those of us who have spent a lot of time in that area again especially when you're pentecostal it's good to remember that hey there is uh, a healthy well, respect
1: yes uh, yeah. yeah yeah he's he's both of those things mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and and I think it's natural especially depending on who you are what what kind of church you grew up in to gravitate towards one of those aspects of God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, either the he draws close and he's real comfortable or the he's he's very he's tough and I've gotta keep my act straight before him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I but I think he's both of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he does have a standard. But then there's also grace from when we miss a standard. Yeah. He is terrifying <laughs> when you read in Revelation. <laughs> but yet he does draw close to us
0: yeah. you know so he's both of those things yeah know? yeah so definitely so and and this uh you'll like this i i have the action bible um it's like a comic book bible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this guy he did like the whole bible as a comic book so certain parts are uh shortened or whatever but so i did i did look up uh daniel this morning cuz i was reading about well, just like flipping through the book and he's got the vision of the beasts and stuff. And I'm like, wait a yeah. minute. So yeah. I'm like, let me just look at this guy, what he, uh you know, what it looks like. It's kind of interesting to see like the depictions and stuff.
1: Yeah. If you, if you want to have nightmares, <laughs> Google Ooh, great. biblical, biblically accurate drawing of angels or biblically accurate angels. Okay. And just look at the pictures on Google. Now I don't know how biblically they accurate they really, really are because they're coming from. I don't know that they're all from right yeah, believers or whatever. Say. But when you look at them, you understand why a lot of times um, people fell on their face, and the angel had to say, "Don't be afraid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know, you bring it up too the uh, about the beasts or whatever. I, I think a lot about like um, when people had visions of heaven, and they described the creatures floating around. The throne, yeah, you know, six wings and and sometimes multiple faces and, and covering two two wings cover their face, two wings cover their feet, and they're flying and and you know the the head of a man, the face of a lion, and yes. all these things like those are terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> those are terrifying. <laughs> yeah. well, that's like this stuff of nightmares right <laughs> yeah. there. You know, I mean, horror movies. You know, uh and yet yeah, all of them are in submission to God. Mm. Wow, it, it just makes me think about how, like, those things would terrify us, and yet they submit themselves to God, and it just makes me think about how great our God is, how powerful He is, you know, and uh, and it's also comforting because even, even those creatures who, I mean, there's no indication that those are evil creatures; those are God's creatures hanging out with Him in heaven, but even if such terrifying creatures uh, bow in the presence of God. And yet God draws us to himself. You know, it just, it, yeah. it just, I think those things can be powerful if you think about them, you mm-hmm.
0: know, and kind of hang out there for a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is so important uh, that that it, that's cool. That's a cool thing to think about. And, um, I guess the last thing I'll say about it is this, I think I showed you those Bible trading cards I got that I showed this to you. I think you did. All right. Well, I think I'll, you did. I'll get them in a second. But yeah, it's called, it's by Fishcoin Press. So if you're listening, you could look it up. I would say it's more, a more, uh, like an adult version of like, like the Action Bible is like actually targeted for like, mm-hmm. you know, preteen kind of right, age right. group. So this is more like, uh, you know, more mature, I guess, in that sense. Not, not, not like mature. Like it's no, a code word. It's not a code word. It, Older. It just means mature. But, um, and actually what's, I think I brought this up. What's interesting is they, some of the artists, cause I look them up on Instagram and stuff. They're definitely not all Christian. Okay. Which what's cool about that is that they don't have some of the, uh, preconceived. Yes. Images that we take. So some of the images are really like, uh, interesting. So the trading cards are like Bible word studies. So if it's like five yes, bucks. Yes, yes,
1: I remember you showing me this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so the one, like, for, like, resurrection is, like, nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. It's just, like, this corpse, and it's coming to life, and it just looks like, wow. And they all are like that, actually, which is really cool. So it, it helps you to contemplate the scripture more, the meaning of it. And, I mean, it's a whole nother way of, like, just thinking about scripture. So... The artwork is cool. Um, That's what I'd say. They actually have a project. They want to start doing like the whole Bible. Like I bought the book of John. Okay. They recently did the book of John and that's really cool. And like Jesus as the shepherd, that's like a theme throughout it. But uh, just another way to just, you know, think about it, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually have, it used to be popular. It's not so much anymore. I I don't even think they make it anymore, but there used to be a Christian card game, trading card game called um, Redemption okay and it would take bible characters and it would give them abilities or whatever and you're trying to rescue souls and you know all these things but it had a lot of artwork on them and some of them were cool because some of them were like um like Goliath's brothers you don't think much about Goliath's brothers you know but he had other he had brothers that were giants as well and um I guess my point is you're talking about that like really thinking about scripture picturing it in your head yeah 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 um yeah. Anyway.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for your time, Pastor Todd. It's been great. And uh, I want to say, if you're listening, just be praying this weekend for youth convention. We're taking three students. Uh, we got a few youth leaders going as well. And um, so just be praying for the weekend that God speaks and moves, you know, for everybody who goes, but for our, our students are going as well, that it's a good weekend weekend for that camaraderie and just that, you know, God will spark something in them as well. And so uh, I think we could end with this, Pastor Todd. Just like maybe an hour ago or two hours ago, the book of Boba Fett trailer dropped. Oh, was that? It was that recent. Yeah, it like literally I was I like. I it when you... I think it was like noon or something. Okay. So okay. What we could do is we could do a live reaction right now. It could be. That's the that's the thing to do reaction videos. That's <laughs> what people do. We'll so. do reaction audios. Reaction, reaction audio, reaction <laughs> podcast. I did watch it. I actually did see it, but it's okay. I'm gonna watch it again. Sorry.
1: I have not seen it, so this will be my genuine first response to it. Okay, wait, let's see.
0: Here it is: Book of Boba Fett trailer.
1: I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer.
0: Jabba rules with fear. Oh. I intend to rule with respect.
1: He, he's lost some weight, huh? Since, yeah, yeah. Does it, it look like, right? He looks much more uh, intimidating.
0: Yeah. All its captains under Jabba the Hutt. Dude, she's so, make so a good. Proposal that's mm-hmm. mutually beneficial. of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich
1: um. what prevents us all from killing and taking what we want oh that's cool
0: yeah right
1: <laughs> it's like the cool <laughs> version of uh Jar Jar Bank shield <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jabba, oh yeah he'd he have fed you to his menagerie please Freely. Now is this just going to be like, is this going to be like one season or is this going to be an ongoing thing now? I don't know. It looks good though. Know.
0: Yeah. It looks good. It definitely looks good. It looks a little grittier. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A little grittier than Mandalorian. And i had texted somebody i was like i think i'm more invested in this because it's boba fett for one right and for two it's the actor tomorrow morrison like from like i was 10 when attack of the clones came out mm-hmm. that was like my movie so like it's him he's back he's boba fett like yes
1: <laughs> yeah no i think it looks good i i uh they did i do notice they changed his armory a little bit he's got like the little digital thing that was going back and forth oh it had I like a little digital it. light or something okay. on it. Okay. I yeah.
0: noticed that it was already getting uh, scuffed up already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just and repainted the,
1: it. So I, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I want to watch
0: it. Dude. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, December 29th. That's uh, last year they announced Book of Boba Fett 2021. They're really waiting until the end <laughs> the of 2021. They're yeah. like, oof, we need a little and bit more like, time. <laughs> it's still 2021, guys. We didn't yeah, yeah. lie. <laughs> By <So>. two days. <laughs> All right, everybody. Wait, what were you going to say? No, 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 that's right. Okay, so hey, thanks for joining us on the podcast. This has been Pastor Matt. And Pastor Todd. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.